The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Nathan Murphy is with me from off the ball. As you've just heard, there is going to be commentary tonight of Ireland's game in the Aviva against Gibraltar. Nathan, the last time we spoke, we had such hope in our hearts. But I mean, oh, yes. we were naive, the really. My, the, the real criticism is of us for hoping. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. And probably overestimating the talent in this Irish side and underestimating the talent in the Greek side. It was grim on Friday night in Athens, particularly that first 15, 20 minutes where Ireland were on the ropes. And they, despite equalising, never really recovered. And a 2-1 defeat was the best Ireland could hope for. Greece would feel they should have won that game by three or four goals. And it has changed the conversation around this game completely. I think it's fair to say this is a must-win game. It always is when you're at home against Gibraltar for Stephen Kenny. But a lot of the die-hard Stephen Kenny supporters, I think, are looking at results now and having lost again for the first two games of the qualification campaign, wondering if he's taken this group as far as he possibly can. Uh, it, there's no real upside to this game, is there? I mean, you know, they, obviously they lose or draw, it's an absolute disaster. If they narrowly win and play poorly, that's kind of a disaster. And if they hammer Gibraltar, most people are just going to say, well, it's only Gibraltar. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, draw or defeat, and that probably would be the end of the road for Stephen Kenny. A victory, and then it depends on the manner. And it's probably a bit of a battle for hearts and minds in terms of what the reaction at the crowd at full time would be. In some ways, if you think back to the last time Ireland played Gibraltar, it was under Mick McCarthy. Ireland won by two goals to nil. They scored in injury time. And even though it was very early in Mick McCarthy's reign, there was a sense that night that Irish football needed something else, that we couldn't go through the drudgery of these sort of timid, quite defensive, no time on the ball games against lesser opposition, and that Stephen Kenny would change that. And we'll see tonight whether he actually has changed that. Now, Gibraltar are a very experienced team. Yes, they're minnows, but they don't really get battered the way they did once upon a time. You remember Ireland beat them 7-0. Robbie Keane got a hat-trick many years ago. That rarely happens to Gibraltar these days. They're very well organised. They're tight. They're frustrating to play against. So Ireland are going to have to be patient here, but they're going to need to find themselves some goals. And regardless, really, of what happens tonight, I think Stephen Kenny is going to be under enormous pressure under uh, uh, for the upcoming days and the FAI board meet uh, next week there'll be serious question marks there about his future as well and that game of Friday night we said it was a decisive game and Ireland lost it so he's going to he's going to be under it I think to put it mildly uh, we can hear the seagulls and the glasses rattling by there uh, uh, as they stock the Aviva uh, uh, for the fans tonight um, I mean do would you imagine that at that FAI board meeting there will be some in the room like actively agitating for a change of management well it's interesting because behind the scenes and around that FAI board there have been murmurings for quite a while now there have been speculations thrown out over the last couple of years as to whether or not some on that board were getting frustrated with the lack of progression under Stephen Kenny it's a very different scenario from when Ireland last went looking for a manager and we had this succession plan if Mick McCarthy came in Stephen Kenny went to the 21s with a guarantee of the senior job It was very much John Delaney's baby back then, and it got board approval, but whatever John Delaney said went. They've now put in a lot of independent directors onto the FAI board who would admit themselves they're not football people. They don't know a huge amount about football. They're there basically to try and restore Mm. the reputation, the financial reputation. So Mark Cannum, who is essentially the head of the football side of the organization, would probably fall on him and the CEO, Jonathan Hill to make the decision and to make the recommendation. Timing is another key factor. Ireland's next games are against September. They're against France and the Netherlands. Do you wait and see, can Ireland pull off a shock in one of those games and then make the decision? 
Because again, as we mentioned on Friday, Ireland's best hope now is a playoff. That's out of their hands. There's nothing they can do about that now, actually, in terms of their results. So you would still be able to get rid of Stephen Kenny then and give a new manager some time to settle in before a potential playoff or to start building for a World Cup campaign for 2026. It depends on potential candidates. Who do they have in mind? What sort of budget do they have? Mm. Uh, you know, there is no benefactor at the moment who's willing to subsidize. The FAI are still in massive debt. They are looking for money, but that's more on the infrastructure side of things, not for a new manager for the senior international team. Lee Carsley is the name that's been very strongly linked. He's leading the England under-21s into the European Championships next week. He could well be available quite soon. So a lot of things, as so often with the Irish manager's job, it can, it can escalate pretty quickly. So regardless of what happens tonight, unless maybe Ireland come away from here with a 4-5-0 victory that just calms things down, I think there will be question marks about Kenny's future over the next week to 10 days. Who else's name would be on that shortlist beyond Lee Carsley? Well, Robbie Keane's name is always there. Uh, there was a report this morning that Sam Allardyce has thrown his name in and said, I am available as a short-term fix. Himself and Robbie Keane went in at Leeds for a month. It didn't go particularly well. But Robbie Keane is Ireland's record caps holder, record goal scorer, and would clearly love the job. Has a strange relationship with the FAI where he was still getting paid as an assistant for McCarthy long after he had actually left the role. Uh, so Robbie Keane would certainly be interested. John O'Shea is there. As assistant at the moment, I think it's probably one manager too early for him. I would expect he would stay regardless of who comes in. Mm. Chris Hutton is the one who's always been linked with the role. But Chris Hutton's recently taken the Ghana job and it feels as though maybe his time has passed. He's seen as quite a, in terms of the style of football, that maybe it's not progressive enough. Do they look around Europe at promising young coaches? It's not exactly the most attractive job in European football uh, Let's be perfectly honest about that. Regardless yeah. of what the salary might be, uh, the prospects of qualification aren't great. So they're the sort of names. Somebody like a David Moyes, if he left the West Ham job, would probably be in the mix. Those sort of experienced Birmingham managers. Or do you go for the box office name and go for a Roy Keane? It feels like that time has passed uh, for Roy Keane and that maybe the FAI has moved on from that sort of manager. But yeah. uh, his name would certainly be in the mix. So... It's not It's not like a time where Giovanni Trapattoni was approached and there was an endless pot of money to bring in a huge name like that. Yeah. I think, uh, and that will factor into their considerations as well as to who is actually available. David Connolly is with us, uh, former Irish international. Uh, David, do you get the sense, regardless of what happens tonight, do you get the sense that we're kind of in the, the dying days of the, the Stephen Kenny reign? Uh, well, good evening, guys. I mean, I hope not, um, because, look, why, why, why am I even on the radio station now? Probably because of the result the other night, right? If Stephen had come away with probably a draw going into this game, you'd take that away from home. But I think the manner of the performance has obviously got myself, Nathan, you know, there's a lot of discussion about Stephen. And, and obviously, the results haven't, obviously, the results haven't been what they would have wanted. But you have to say, in his defense, you know, he has tried to, you know, completely turn and change the philosophy of Irish football, which has been a particular way for a long time because of the need to get results with the players that we had available. Now, you know, Liam Brady said the other day, and you would probably agree with him, obviously the, the players maybe aren't what they were a few years ago, but, you know, they are, are, I still think they are capable of getting results. Now, the other night in Greece, I think Stephen got a couple of things wrong. Right, he did. You you have to say he got selection wrong. He got his setup wrong. He was too rigid in how he wanted to play. However, look, there's no doubt the lads. I think will will win tonight. I think they'll beat Gibraltar. I think an early goal is key. 
and I hope it turns around for him. I really do. I don't want to be on the radio bashing him mm. like everyone else and, and having this real negativity around the national side, as we saw in the press conference, you know, with James and, and, and Stephen. And, you know, uh, obviously, Stephen feels he's, he's been attacked a little bit in the media. And, you know, we want it to turn around for him, don't we? We want a good performance tonight. We want a victory to, to sort of go into the, the Dutch game and the French game, which is going to be very, very tough. But, but you know, the, the performance and the manner of the performance was 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 really concerning against Greece, but I do think there were a few mitigating circumstances. Which, you know, look if you, if you're touching it, the lads haven't played for six weeks. The training camp I don't think worked. I think they needed a friendly. Mm. I think, as I said, he got a couple of selections wrong, and he'll probably look back and and and, and they were costly mistakes. Mistakes you'll learn from. And look, I think they'll get the job done tonight. But, you know, they can't afford any too many more performances like, like against the Greeks, that's for sure. I mean, he, he, there were, it was a testy enough press conference you mentioned um, um, yeah. earlier. Yeah. And kind of, it, it's not in Stephen Kenny's character to kind of be lashing out at, at, at people asking the questions. But I think it does give a sense of, of how much pressure he's likely to be feeling at the moment. And, you know, yeah. we're talking about shortlists of people to take over his job. Nobody wants to have speculation about yeah. who's going to take over their no. job on the national airways. But that's the, the nature of the job yeah. to a degree. And to be people listening, David, who, who who will think the other element of the job, the nature of the job, the nature of the industry is that it's just results-based. And it doesn't matter. The style of play is irrelevant to a degree. Well, yeah, yeah to, to a degree, that's right. And, and I think, you know, if, if Stephen's not going to bend for that, then, you know, the consequences will be you lose, you know, keep losing, then he is going to be out of a job. However, you know, I think, obviously, with Evan Ferguson now in the team, I think he can adapt, but maybe he's, Stephen's a bit slow to adapt to go, well, you know what, let's get it up to Evan. He selected Adam Eder, who barely played. So I think that was a wrong selection. If he plays, for example, Michael Oberfemi, who hasn't had that much game time anyway, but against Gibraltar, you think, right, put Oberfemi up top. You know, he's got the legs to run in behind. Get the ball into Evan a little bit quicker. And, and you, you know, but, but just be really positive. And look, I'm hopeful they can turn it around, but they can't have too many more performances like, like you know, like the Greek one, because, because that was dreadful. But I have to say, Kieran, I, you know, he hasn't been helped because a lot of these lads have barely played any football. Yeah. You know, they're, they're barely played. You know, Adam Eder's barely played, like, you know, probably 100 minutes in, in a month or so. Michael Obafemi's played 100 minutes in, in nearly two months. You know, what, what, it, it's, it's difficult for Stephen because he's trying to fashion a team out of, out of what he's got. And the lads, are, and, you know, and it's David, hard to get, to get him ready to play. How much does all of this kind of infiltrate the camp when you're in there? I thought it was interesting, like Matt Doherty the other night after getting sent off, you know, w- w- was out defending Stephen Kenny afterwards and kind of dismissing any suggestion that there needs to be change. But th- th- the players are all going to be aware these conversations are being had. Do, 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 does, yeah. does it get, does it get yeah, into course. the changing room? Well, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. Look, they'll, they'll have a siege mentality, which will, which will help them tonight because they'll know they'll have to go out and perform. You know, make no mistake. I mean, you know, Matt was saying the other day that he kept training and he hasn't had enough game time either. And, and you know, he's doing his best, obviously, without without playing week in, week out. And, and obviously, Stephen's relying on him and picking him. And there's a few lads in that boat. You know, there's, there's a few other players. And, you know, Gavin was brilliant the other night, but he's had a difficult season. So... You know, probably barring Josh Cullen and Evan Ferguson, a lot of the lads haven't had Egan might have. You know, the rest probably haven't had great seasons at club level. 
Mm. You know, they really haven't. So I think the Greece performance, you might look back on that and go, the training camp wasn't enough. I needed a friendly and I probably needed to be a bit more defensive minded, only play one up top and just select players who I can rely upon to give me a decent performance. I hope tonight, I hope tonight he picks a side similar to the one against Scotland. I don't know if you remember that. He had Josh Cullen as a single holding the field player. He had four attacking mids ahead mm. and he had two strikers. I think if he does that tonight at home, will win comfortably. Early goal, first half, will really, really help. All right. Well, listen, live commentary on Off the Ball with Nathan uh, Murphy. Nathan, thank you. And thank you to David Connolly as well, former Irish international. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.